At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. And you've got a good team, but not a great team in the Eagles with a banged up secondary like you've never seen. Boy, if this line weren't over a touchdown, I'd be making a monster bet on the Saints. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. You heard it. I'm RJ live coast to coast, 6 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Here in Vegas, we got an action-packed Friday for you. It is Pick-Palooza this hour. What does that mean? It's a fancy way of saying a lot of picks on the biggest games of the weekend and the biggest bets of the weekend. Also, bottom of the hour, the world premiere, Colin Cowherd's pick number six and a bonus pick number seven, from Colin, hear it on Straight Out of Vegas first. Also, we're going to tell you something on every NFL game that only Vegas can tell you. Joined in studio by the pros who know NFL expert Steve Fezzik and Brad Powers. He's got all the college knowledge. Sports betters listen for the money. Sports fans listen to no more than their buddies. Here's my personal promise. We will deliver the Vegas truth to you. But you can't have pros without the Joes. He's my favorite, Jonas Knox, voice of the fans. 
Football Friday, RJ, as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Week 11 in the NFL kicked off on Thursday night. It was the Seahawks beating the Packers. The betting line opened at Seahawks minus two and a half. It closed at minus three on pregame.com. The final score, Seahawks 27-24. RJ, what is the Vegas perspective on the Seattle win last night? Yeah, it's it's one, and we're going to start with this because anyone that listened on Wednesday and anyone that listened on Thursday knows the following. On Wednesday, we recommended Fezzik and I bet Seattle favored by two and a half. On Thursday, the line was three everywhere, as represented up on the website. And we told you, maybe, maybe put a little pizza money on Seattle, but the value was gone. And a lot of people are like, wait, how could a half a point be that much value? And that's the key. In the NFL, three is the most valuable number for betters. Why? More games end with a margin of victory of three than any other number. Laying two and a half is so much better than laying three. And right now, I want it's kind of like the hot stove and the child. You can tell that child, Fez, how old's your boy? Seven. And you can tell that seven-year-old, very intelligent, plays chess, the whole thing. Hey, don't do that. But once they put their hands up and burn them, that teaches them a lesson. A little bit more than just the words. What yes, do you say? Not going to touch that stove for at least another couple years. That's <laughs> <laughs> some stubborn kids, maybe a couple weeks. But it's going to be a lesson. If you bet Seattle lane three, and right now you pushed, you tied, you kissed your sister, you could say. Even more importantly, you have no additional money in your pocket. Fez and I, right now, I have the money. We actually have in our pocket, literally, the money we bet. And I can, in fact, I'm going to pull it out and I'm going to bang it against the mic. One second. That's the money we won laying two and a half. You didn't. Now, take that lesson with you. We're not bragging. It's not anything other than you can't take the worst of it if you want to win. If it's pizza money, okay, fine. You got enough to buy pizza anyway. Put 10 bucks on it, whatever. If you're betting money that matters to you and you didn't get the two and a half, you made a mistake, try not to make it again. And the rule is simple. Once you like a game, bet it as early as possible, like we said yesterday, because the line gets more accurate. It gets tougher, closer to game time. So if you're on the right side, Seattle in this case, it's gonna get it's gonna be a disadvantage more times than not for Seattle the longer you wait. Why? Because Seattle was the right side. That's it. No more preaching, but feel it. Feel it. If you didn't win yesterday, RJ Bell straight out of Vegas. Fez, I think the takeaway on this game is going to surprise some people. I think there's two ways to look at the results on Thursday night football. One is what does it mean to the standings? What does it mean to the playoff hunt? 
but also what does it mean to how good we perceive these teams to be? What did we learn about Green Bay? What did we learn about Seattle? Starting there, I would make the case we didn't learn much, meaning in my power ratings, I have not upgraded Seattle, and in my power ratings, I have not downgraded Green Bay. I've kept them both exactly where I had them coming into the game. Agree, disagree? Agree, I did the same. All right, so why? Because Seattle won. It's because, one, they were home. Line was two and a half, then three, so they met expectations. But I'm going to say something that might really surprise the national audience out there. I'm going to say the following. If I had to upgrade somebody and I had to downgrade somebody, one of these teams, I would upgrade Green Bay a half a point. If I had to, some people do power ratings like to the hundredth of a point. If I did that, I would upgrade maybe a tenth of, tenth of a point Green Bay and downgrade Seattle about a tenth of a point. Why? A couple reasons. One, Seattle's home field advantage is the best in the NFL, especially in a primetime game. So the fact they had to come back and just win by three means Green Bay played better than maybe it seems. The fact that Green Bay was playing their third road game out of four, and it was on short week with half rest, three days rest instead of six, you add that all up, I feel like Green Bay, I thought Seattle was going to win much more easily. So if anything, when it comes to how good the teams are, give Green Bay the nod, a little, a little upgrade maybe. But boy, when it comes to standings, you still got Green Bay now, the outside looking in when it comes to the playoffs. If you had to upgrade a team, who would it be, Fez? Yeah, I would upgrade Green Bay. It feels a lot similar to me, RJ, as did the – remember when the Vikings on Thursday went to the Rams and they lost by seven, but it was a really tough spot, and we said, you know what? Maybe even though it landed on the number, maybe the Vikings are a little better than we thought. Agreed, especially with them losing that game. The Vikings are the Bills the Sunday before, which was a big distraction in itself. Once it happened, last thing about Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, we know by all accounts, not a great season for team unity, for belief in the Packer way. You got to wonder, now they do have the Vikings next, next week, so big divisional game, but I'm looking for when Aaron Rodgers maybe gives up on this season, or at least for a game or two. I'm not sure about the motivation. So to recap... Obviously great for Seattle when it comes to the playoff hunt. But boy, Green Bay put up a heck of a fight. It was such a difficult situational spot. It's hard to blame Green Bay too much for this loss. Next year on Straight Out of Vegas, one of the biggest games of the NFL weekend sees the Eagles go to New Orleans to take on the 8-1 and one Saints. This is a 425 Eastern time kickoff this Sunday on Fox. And the Saints are an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. RJ, the defending Super Bowl champs are getting over a touchdown on the road. Please explain why. Yeah, this is one of those lines that the uninitiated are going to say, wow, wow. I think this line makes sense, Fez, and I'm going to come at it from two different directions. One is the idea that, that Philadelphia, they won the Super Bowl. They've got the Lombardi Trophy. They had the parade. But they were one of eight or so teams that could have won it last year. 
And quite frankly, there's no sense even in hindsight they were clearly the best team. They won the game, give them credit. Just like the Bills beat the Vikings, give them credit. Doesn't mean that is the only truth out there. It means it was one game. And think of all the seven-game series we have in the NBA playoffs. How often is there a sweep? When Seattle and Michael Jordan and the Bulls played and it was 4-2, no one said, oh, Seattle's better. But if somehow, someway, remember when the Lakers played, I think it was the 76ers with Iverson and the Lakers had one of the best teams in memory and the Sixers won the first game. I think they were like a 12 or 13-point underdog. I'm just remembering. Imagine if it's the NFL, Sixers' best team. No, Lakers are better. Nope. Count the ring, baby. (laughs) Scoreboard. Okay, I get it. NFL is what it is, but it doesn't mean Philly was that much better than anyone else. In fact, if Carson Wentz, and let me ask you this question, were healthy last year, and Philly was hosting, as they would have, the championship game in the NFC against Minnesota, what would the line have been, Fez? Philly would have been eight. Tiny favorite. Like a one-point favorite. Yes. So saying home field's three, Minnesota was considered to be the better team even over the Eagles with Wentz. Very much so. Okay. Doesn't take away from the title. It just means this was one of the eight or so teams that had good fortune. Eight or so teams could have won it. Philly was one of them. They had good fortune. Now, though, they're having the opposite, bad fortune. Why? Two games with Foles, not great at all to start the year. At least two games with Wentz, far less than 100%. And now that's about half the season up to this point. And injuries, running backs, sprawls, linemen, and now one of the most injured units in all of the NFL are the D-backs for Philadelphia. So the idea they're getting over a touchdown, the Eagles, the defending champions, surprising on the surface, but considering they weren't a dominant team, Philly, last year, and considering the fact that as much good fortune as they had last year to win some of those games, they have had bad fortune this year. Doesn't surprise me at all. Thoughts? Yeah, I agree. In my power ratings, in fact, I make this game 7.5, so the current line of 8 to 8.5, pretty close to matching my power ratings. Now, quickly from the other perspective, the Saints, and I'm going to say this plainly, with no emotion in my voice, Drew Brees could be having the greatest season in the history of the NFL. In fact, if you just look at quarterback rating through nine games, the best quarterback rating of any quarterback in the history of the NFL. This is an amazing season. Amazingly, it's not getting enough attention. I think soon enough it will. So if you have a historically good quarterback, and he is in his career, but this year, a historically good season for a quarterback, and that's what you got with the Saints, and you've got a good team but not a great team in the Eagles with a banged-up secondary like you've never seen and an amazing home field for the Saints, boy, if this line weren't over a touchdown, I'd be making a monster bet on the Saints. A six and a half, Fez, you making a monster bet on the Saints? Oh, absolutely. No doubt. So, guys, this line might not make sense on first glance, but from a Vegas perspective, it certainly does. The Eagles being over a touchdown underdogs in New Orleans. 
when we come back, we're going to tell you, give you the wisest wise guy wisdom on each and every NFL game. That's coming up next here on Straight Out of Vegas. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox, and this is the pregame show you always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This program brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Last year, over 3 million drivers switched to Progressive. Call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or visit Progressive.com today and find out if you could save. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, a voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a moment, we will have the wisest wise guy wisdom from around the NFL. We bring Vegas to you, the fun of Vegas, each and every weekday. Right now on the Strip, 67 degrees, and the neon is glowing. All right, guys, every Friday here on Straight Out of Vegas, it is Pick Palooza here on Fox Sports Radio, and we get it started in Detroit, where the Carolina Panthers on the road are a four and a half point favorite over the Lions. And I love the idea. We call it the wisest wise guy wisdom. What's the concept? The concept is in each game, this is the one thing the wise guys feel strongest about that's important in the game with the Lions. It's the run defense horrible horrible run defense for the lions carolina what do they do well they run the ball very well to me this line carolina being such a big favor on the road looks a little high i think it's right cause a matchups matchup advantage carolina over the lions the falcons a three and a half point favorite at home over the cowboys And this is a trend that no one else has. We broke this earlier in the week. Before Thanksgiving, it's the perfect trend. And it applies to Atlanta. Here it is. If you have next week a scheduled game on Thursday, next week, and you're favored this week, you are 42% against the spread as a favorite this week. And that's over 200 games. Now, the one exception, we took the Cowboys out of there and the Lions. Why? Because they play on Thursday every year. They're used to it. So this applies to Thanksgiving and also the other Thursdays. But these, this team is so used to it. Detroit and Dallas, historically, going 30 years back, they're okay. They're about break even. Every other team favored the week before. And then playing the next Thursday, 42% against the spread. What's the logic? You're looking ahead. It's a situation you're not used to. It's a stressful situation playing that next Thursday. And if you're favored, you tend to look ahead. Atlanta, favored here, playing on Thursday, Thanksgiving, disadvantaged Falcons. RJ, I'd love to give you a line on the Bengals and the Ravens, but unfortunately, the Ravens have announced a quarterback. So what do we do? We just got to wait? No, well, we can wait on the line, but we can figure out the quarterback because luckily we happen to have the only two-time Super Contest champion, the biggest NFL handicapping contest in the world here. Okay, Fez, give me the Vegas perspective. Flacco, RG3, Lamar Jackson, how do they rank and what's the point differential? 
Flacco, clear-cut number one. RG3 would be a two-and-a-half-point downgrade. Two-and-a-half points. Lamar Jackson, a three-and-a-half-point downgrade. So even more of an adjustment than RG3, but looks like Jackson's going to get the start. So we're saying all this clamoring for Lamar Jackson and Vegas considers him to be, today, this week, a lesser quarterback than RG3. Is it is it 2013? Wow. Sunday night football, the Bears are a two-and-a-half-point favorite hosting the Vikings. To me, with, with the Bears and the Vikings, I think one of the drivers here is how bad the Bears' opponents have been, especially the opponents the Bears have beaten or beat. We still haven't figured that one out, Brad. Brad's a beaten guy. <laughs> Their opponents that they beat, the Bears, are 18 and 37 this season, straight up. 18 and 37, and not a single one of them have a winning record or even a 500 record. Every team the Bears have beat are a losing team. So give the Bears credit, but they don't have even close to a signature win. Only favored by two, two and a half here against a very good Vikings team. The Indianapolis Colts are a one and a half point favorite hosting the Tennessee Titans. Fez, you got a good one on this. Jump in. Yeah, so Andrew Luck has not been sacked his last 185 pass plays. What's happening? Well, he got his starting left tackle back, who was out until October 14th. That is really improving the Indy offense. Yeah, so this is a team that obviously the Colts, Andrew Luck, throws the ball like crazy, and now it's been four straight games during that run that Andrew Luck has not been sacked a single time. That's impressive. Good thing for the Colts. The Texans a three-point favorite at the Redskins. Now, this is a trend. In fact, Colin Cowherd's pick number six involves this game. So I'm not going to step on an amazing trend there. This is what I'm going to say about this game right now. Fez, I believe the following. The Houston Texans, their true strength is the most disconnected from their record of any team in the NFL. If you say... Stack ranked the teams by record, best record, followed by worst records. Then stack ranked the teams in your power rankings. I would make the case the Texans, obviously a lot of wins, but not even much of a, yeah, maybe an above average team, but not much more. Agree, disagree. Agree. Six and three team, only my number 13 team in the NFL in so, rankings. So six and three and barely better than an average NFL team, the Houston Texans. Yes. And the reason for that, they've had four games that could have went either way. We call them coin flip games. The Texans are 4-0 and in those coin flip games. But remember, Washington is also 6-3, and and with their decimation on the O-line, they are the most overrated team of all these 6-3 and teams. Now, I agree with that. Of all the six, we're having a debate about the 6-3 and team? Of all the winning teams. <laughs> you, know, you know what we should do, Jonas? Let's really dig into the 6-3 and three teams. That said, this is what we'll say about the Skins. The Skins, the amount they're overrated is driven by the current injury situation. With Houston... I think it's a fundamental element of this team. They're just not as good as a record. The Giants, winless at home, are a point-and-a-half favorite hosting the Buccaneers. I, you know, listen, I'm not a huge conspiracy theory guy at all. I want to make money, not talk about funny theories. 
But I really believe that Coach Cutter taking over the play calling. Right now, Tampa Bay, you can go look it up, gains the most yards per game of any team in the NFL. So you could say by that metric, and many use that metric to say, best offense in the NFL, Tampa Bay. And somehow the coach, the head coach decides, you know what I should we should do? Let's change up what we're doing <laughs> in the one in the thing we're actually the best in the NFL at. It, that's a sign either of an irrational coach or some real turmoil with Winston, his fifth-year option. Why isn't he playing? He's not playing because if he gets hurt, that fifth year is guaranteed for over $20 million. So they're not literally playing Winston out of fear he'd get hurt and they'd be on the hook for him next year. That's a team not focused on winning. It's a team focused on other things. To me, Tampa is a team in a lot of turmoil internally you're not hearing much about. The Chargers are hosting the Broncos LA, a seven-point favorite. Denver on the road, 2-12 straight up their last 14, 3-11 against the spread. Chargers have not won a division road game in the past three seasons. 2018, zero wins divisional road. 2017, Fez, how many? Zero. 2016. Denver doesn't win on the road. 2016. <laughs> Zero. Zero. That's it. Three C. <laughs> Brad, let's try this real quick. 2016, how many wins did Denver have on the road? Zero. There we go. Amazing. And here they are. Only a seven-point dog against a Chargers team? I would make the case, and I actually talked to Colin about this today on our segment, if you say Chargers, 1 through 32 on offense, where do you put them, Fez? Just gut feeling. Five. Defense, 1 through 32. 11. 11. Ooh. I think their defense, maybe six, seven. I would make the case in the weaker unit. All right, and let's agree, Dem- or uh, Chargers, the defense is the weaker unit. With the weaker unit, I would make the case that that unit is best the weaker unit on the Chargers, meaning no other team has their second-best unit better than the Chargers, which maybe is, let's call them 8-9-10. Can you think of a team? I cannot, and Bosa may well be coming back. That D will get better. The Cardinals are hosting the Raiders. Arizona, a five-and-a-half-point favorite at home. One of the things we preach all the time is bet the bad teams. There are exceptions. Raiders have lost the last five games by 14-plus points. So five straight by two touchdowns or more. Only the second team this century to do so. In fact, in the last nine quarters, the Raiders have been outscored by 66 points in two games and change. So if you look at the database, teams that are this bad, I mean this bad, oftentimes you should bet against. Even though with just regular bad teams, we tend to bet on them because we think the public overreacts to them being bad. But when it comes to these historically bad teams against the spread, they're actually losers. And finally, the Steelers at the Jaguars. Pittsburgh, a five-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. And we'll make this a question. We know the Steelers lost twice, both times as two-touchdown favorites to Jacksonville last year. Some handicappers would say, revenge, Steelers are motivated. Other handicappers would say 
wait a minute, that's a sign of a fundamental matchup advantage that Jacksonville has against Pittsburgh. Same coaches, generally same players. I think it's more about a matchup advantage. Fez, in our Super Contest, we had Jacksonville, and I think that probably is the right pick in the game. Not the revenge, rather matchup edge for the Jags. In just one minute, we've got it. Colin Cowherd's pick number six. That's coming up next here on Straight Out of Vegas. But for all the latest, it's Dan Beyer. Guys, in college football, Sports Illustrated is, re- is reporting that Les Miles is going to have a job again. Former LSU head coach who won a national championship in Baton Rouge is a close to coming to terms on a contract to be the new head football coach at Kansas. As I says the deal could be announced as soon as this weekend. One other note from this weekend in college football, there will be no Stanford-Cal game in Berkeley this Saturday. They're going to play it in a couple of weeks, but they just couldn't play it tomorrow because of the poor air quality with the wildfires going on in Northern California. So instead, Cal-Stanford's going to take place at Berkeley on Saturday, December 1st. College basketball just wrapped up at Madison Square Garden. Number 13, Oregon dropped number 15, Syracuse, 80-65. to While earlier today, number 16, Virginia Tech was an 88-60 winner against Northeastern. The Nuggets have hired WNBA star Sue Bird to join their front office as a basketball operations associate. It's as part of an apprenticeship with the team. Bucks forward John Henson out three months with a torn ligament in his left wrist. Rookie guard Dante DiVincenzo is going to miss three games because of a strained quad. And injury news in the NFL, Joey Bosa could make his return to the field as the Chargers take on the Broncos. Bosa hasn't played at all this season. The defensive end is questionable for that game against Denver because of his foot injury. And again, Ravens quarterback Joe Flacco doubtful for Sunday's game against the Bengals because of a hip injury. Packers telling Jimmy Graham broke his thumb during last night's loss to the Seahawks. No word on how long he'll be out. Guys, back to you. Thanks, Dan. Straight out of Vegas comes to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Coming up in about 12 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, we will have best bets for the weekend. I am Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. He is the voice of Vegas, RJ Bell. And just in five minutes, we're going to have a bonus best bet on a Saturday night college football game. Every Friday here on Straight Out of Vegas, we get a special delivery from one Colin Coward. Let's go! go. Now, now. Hey, that's great football now! It's Colin's. Bonus pick only for RJ Bell. Pick number six. Texans, Redskins, I'm all over the map. I've flipped on this thing five times, so I don't really have a strong opinion. My gut is to take the Texans. Uh, minus a field goal at the Redskins. What would the wise guy say to that? Boy, I would give you slight agreement, but it's such a public play. But here's why. The public loves Houston. Uh, they, they like Houston, but they love road favorites. And there is a trend here. Remember, Houston's won six in a row, right? Yes. So they're scoreboard driven for sure, the public. But here's a trend. Every year I tell you, you love this trend, and it keeps just getting better. NFL teams since 2002 now that are road favorites, but they have 13 days or more rest, all right? So what's the problem being a road favorite? Oh, you're clearly better than that team. If you're tired, you might be a little distracted. You're looking ahead or you're recovering. But if you have a bye, you're focused on that team that you're clearly better than. In this situation, since 2002, 73% against the spread. It's almost unbelievable. So, you, so Texans is the right play. Yeah, based on that trend, 61 winners, 23 losers. I mean, you don't see those kind of trends. Right. Here's why I'm skeptical quickly of Houston. 
I think they probably have, are the luckiest team <laughs> this year. I mean, they've won four coin flip games. Literally, it could have went either way, and they won all four of them. If they were just two and two in those games, we'd be thinking very differently about the Texans. All that said, slight agreement, Texans minus three. I uh, was never too into this game. My takeaway is it's going to be really fun. It's the Cowboys season. Falcons at home, a very good home team with a lousy defense, minus three. I would have taken the Falcons' side. What would the wise guys say? You know, I, disagreement there, and this is one factor in this game. It's all that matters. Dallas has, as you said, the chance to continue their season, the chance to feel like they're in the playoff hunt. So their motivation, Cowboys, sky high. I believe Atlanta's loss to the Browns was what we call a dream crusher, meaning that loss made their season-long goal of making the playoffs pretty much impossible. Not impossible, but almost impossible. And the Falcons did not expect to lose that game to the Browns, so it was even more of a gut punch. I think the Cowboys have the motivational edge, and I like the Cowboys. And remember, if you look at the Packers, and say, ah, oh, record's about the same as Atlanta, but winning the division is viable for the Packers, really not viable for Atlanta. I really question their motivation against the Cowboys. We've got a bonus pick coming up here for this weekend here on Straight Out of Vegas. But first, I want to let you know we are brought to you by Geico. Everybody's got a to-do list. Drop off the dry cleaning. Pick up some milk. Here's an idea. Let's add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. And the good thing is you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Extra money in your pocket. It may just be the most rewarding to-do you do today. It is time to add a little bit of spice to your Saturday. And action! Time to get some Saturday night action in. I gotta be honest. I would just love someone to call me on a Saturday night and say, hey, RJ, we got to get a little action in. <laughs> what a great phrase. Hey, we're going to Whiskey Pete's. Gonna piss that and convince you. Let's go. <laughs> that's not a Vegas night, John. That sounds like a <laughs> that sounds like a not an LA night either. It sounds like a like a Encino yes, night or something. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, Brad. No big Saturday night game. So I figure let's get a best bet. Something the listeners can take the rubber band off for. Yeah, and I'm going to go with the best bet on Central Florida, minus seven. The primetime game on ABC really, RJ, reminds me of a similar handicap from a couple weeks ago. Washington State, first time ever, had ESPN College game day there. What happened? Washington State won and covered in arguably the biggest home game in school history. Central Florida, arguably this week, the biggest home game in school history. ESPN College game days there. Yes, there's some extra pressure on UCF, but they've handled it well all year, and they're taking on an overrated Cincinnati team, particularly on the defense side of the ball. Add it all up. Central Florida, best bet, minus seven. Now, if I remember correctly, Brad, you and I disagreed with this one on the dream preview. Mm, no, we disagreed on Iowa State, Texas. No, I thought this one, too. This one, too? Yeah. All right, yeah. if you want some action. Yeah, well, we got enough action oh, okay. there. Okay. <laughs> a little Saturday night action, but it's going to be a heck of a game. And literally, this is two seasons. They haven't lost a game. Have not lost a game. 22 straight wins. Obviously, against an Alabama, they're going to be huge underdog central florida what would that be 
Alabama would be about a 28-point favorite over Central Florida. Ooh, now, all that said, Villanova was a heck of a favorite over Georgetown in 85. To me, the Hoosiers kind of give them a chance, let them play, let them play, as they said in the Bad News Bears, too. I would love the following. I would love all five conference champs get in. All right, automatically, two wild cards, the best group of five. It's an 18. So you know what it does? It lets that number one seed, in theory, be hyper-attractive because, in theory, that group of five team isn't going to be as good mm-hmm. as one of the wild cards. That's strong. But, boy, wouldn't that be if it's once every 15 years that upset would have emotion we probably never see in college football. Love it. Yep. That's our, I'm RJ Bell. I just said that. When we come back, that was a best bet. Yeah. We got three more best bets coming. And maybe Jonas, who's been passing now for like three <laughs> weeks, he might have one too. Uh, as you heard, that is RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. I'm R.J. Bell. We are Straight Out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. We are going to be dream- delivering you best bets here coming up momentarily. want to let you know quickly we are brought to you by Geico, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. It is time to deliver the goods. Best bets for the weekend. Okay, Steve Fezzik. We say it often. But it deserves being said. Only two-time Super Contest champion. That is the biggest NFL contest in the world. NFL best bet of the week. I'm on the Chargers minus seven against Denver. RJ, it's all about cluster injuries for Denver. They lost a guard last month. Last week, Denver lost their center. Just today, breaking news, they lost another guard on the O-line. So cluster injuries, and why is this critical? My one concern, I wasn't going to bet the Chargers. Denver runs the ball so well, I was worried they could bleed the clock and have success. With three linemen out now, I don't think they can do it. I'm on the Chargers, minus seven. I tell you, I've been a Charger skeptic. I like them here. One, they beat Seattle in Seattle. That was an, that was their signature win. And now that Tennessee win looks better and better in London because Tennessee's shown themselves to be a pretty good team. Chargers are weakest home field advantage in the NFL, not even close. You agree with that? I do. Here's an amazing stat. The last time the Chargers played at home was 41 days ago. October 7th is the last time the Chargers played at home. I don't know if that's good or bad, meaning, oh, they're all excited to be. But the fact this team is winning and winning and winning, the Chargers are not playing any home games. You got to think that's a sign of a quality team. Fezzik, best bat, Chargers. You know, you might argue, RJ, they haven't played a home game since they left San Diego. I mean, I just, yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, listen, let's give Jonas some credit. <laughs> he, I mean, it's not often. Hold on, let's see. There it is. I mean, it's not often, but that was good. <laughs> All right, it's time for a best bet from Brad Powers. And we're going to the big game in college football this Saturday. We're going to take Syracuse 
plus 10 over Notre Dame. And here's what I see. Notre Dame's defense has been consistently good all season. But I got a question mark about that Notre Dame defense. It's not personnel. It's quality of competition that Notre Dame's defense has faced. I can tell you this week that Syracuse offense is the best offense Notre Dame will see all season. Advantage Syracuse. And on top of that, Syracuse has a head coach. His name, Dino Babers. Very emotional guy. Motivational little bit of extra vigor when in the underdog role. We see it. Nine and two against the number last 11 times as a dog. Syracuse is going to be sky high for this one. Give me the orange plus 10 best bet. That's Brad Powers. That is a professional presentation. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Notre Dame, their defense hasn't even faced a top 30 offense. Has not faced a top 30 offense this year. And Syracuse, or as you say, Syracuse, is... <laughs> <laughs> Syracuse, they're in the top 10, right? In the top 10. Speaking of accents, I have an unscheduled guest. Yes, it's true. Coming in to critique Brad's pick, it's Hey Stack Hank. He doesn't like Brad Powers personally. He doesn't like this pick. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, we're going to take Notre Dame in this one. So I, we highly disagree with Brad Powers there. And what we also disagree, we may not like the ways of Notre Dame, but they win games, they win titles. And see, the difference between Brad Powers and me, he bets numbers, I bet teams. I got 10-0 team. Forget the number, Notre Dame's going to roll to 11-0. Give me the Irish. He's strutting out of the studio right now to that music. Haystack. Now, here's the question. The nation has to decide. Do they want to be with Haystack in Notre Dame or Brad Powers with Syracuse? We'll see. <laughs> God, I'd hate to follow Haystack, but RJ, it is time for your best bet. You know something? I have been, let's just say humbly, doing quite well in on Monday nights. Quite well. Several best bet winners, RJ. It's true. We've been on it, and I love Monday night. So what I'm going to do is take our last little bit of time. Let's talk a little bit of NBA because, Fez, I was shocked with Houston dominating the way they did Golden State. What's your takeaway? Yeah, so Houston crushes Golden State by 21. Number one takeaway was the spot. Playoff revenge. Houston was up 3-2 on Golden State last year. They clearly had this game circled after letting that series get away. Yeah, I don't know which of these factors was the driver. Because you mentioned it, playoff revenge advantage, Houston. Also, Mello gone, some would say addition by subtraction, especially when it comes to the distractions that comes with Mello. And then if you look at Golden State, on one hand, obviously Steph Curry being out, amazing stat. When since Durant came to the team, when Curry is out, the team is 21 in 18. But when Durant's out, the team is 25 and 9. Curry obviously much more valuable and to the Warriors specifically. And finally, the idea that all of the Draymond Green turmoil in the locker room, him coming back to play, being held scoreless, boy, it seems like he might be addition by subtraction at least right now with all of the negativity in Golden State's locker room. The Odd Couple comes up next here on FSR. We are straight out of Vegas. If you missed any of our picks, you can go and find the podcast on foxsportsradio.com. Back on Monday, 6 Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.